0: You want to make sure that you're the face that she used to see so that you're not turning your back on her. You're not like looking disappointed because that's just going to add pressure to her. And the more pressure she feels and the more expectations she feels that she doesn't know how to manage, the more mistakes she's actually going to make. And the more she's feeling that she's disappointing you. And most athletes are afraid to make mistakes because they're fearful of what's going to happen after. They're afraid of letting their parents down. I hear this all the time from athletes. They're afraid of letting their parents down. They're afraid of letting their coaches down. And so we need to make sure that we are normalizing those things. And we're saying like, hey, I don't care how many mistakes you make. All I care about is that you're having fun and you're working your hardest. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor podcast. Hey moms, welcome to our training today. We are talking all about strategies to help your daughter come back from mistakes. So this is a a big topic because mistakes are a part of every athlete's experience. So we're going to go into how you can help your daughter come back from those mistakes faster. So like we always talk about, there's things that we can do to preload all of this, and then there's things that we can also do in the moment. So we're going to get into it, but before we do, I do want to let you know that enrollment right now is open for our Confidence Boost Text Membership. So, Confidence Boost Text Membership, if you are not already in it, is basically a way for your daughter and you, you can be in it too, to get simple, high-quality mental training from me straight to her phone. So, maybe in, you know, athletes that are going through the Elite Competitor program right now, all of the athletes that we just welcomed in, you can absolutely do it too, but maybe the Elite Competitor program wasn't quite the right timing, you want to go in another round or, you know, for whatever reason it's just not what you did this time, but you want your daughter to still get exposed to mental training, this is the way to do it. So this is our text membership. Athletes get texts from me three days a week, a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. And they're either inspiration, motivation, they're short trainings. So you know we keep it between one to three minutes because we know our attention spans are not the best these days, but really short, actionable things that athletes can be doing. So so a great way, an affordable way to get your daughter exposed to mental training, get her you know, consuming mental training on a weekly basis. And then like I said, you get in there too if you want and you can see some of that content. What I love about this program is You know, our podcast is typically for moms of female athletes. What I talk about on Facebook lives is typically for moms of female athletes and the topics that we talk about. I actually take those topics in those themes and I create content that's specifically for athletes based on those topics. So like for today, for example, we're talking about how you can help your daughter come back from mistakes right? So I'm kind of talking, speaking to you. When I text the athlete all this week was about mistakes and how she can manage her response to mistakes. So it's not you telling her things, it's me. So I just use that same theme. And I give her the strategies like the specific strategies. So this week was all about coming back from mistakes. So I gave athletes a simple one minute training on how they can use their breath in response to mistakes. I sent them a motivational quote around mistakes. And then tomorrow they're getting a text with three strategies that they can use the next time that they're feeling like a mistake is happening. It's one of my favorite programs uh, for, for athletes and also for moms. So. Okay, let's get into today, strategies to help your daughter come back from mistakes. First of all, mistakes are are happening with our athletes every single time that they practice or train or compete. They are literally part of the game. And the first thing I want you just to be aware of is that in our daily lives, like, I don't know about you, but I don't publicly fail a whole lot. I am (laughs) trying to get myself more comfortable with that. And what I do on Facebook lives and and the podcast, and what I put out in the world, you know, trying to, to make sure that I am like just going for it, even if it's not perfect, but we don't typically in our daily lives, like every day go fail in front of a bunch of people. Your daughter does. She goes to practice and she literally, like literally is failing making mistakes, and then is being told to like, get over it and do it again, multiple times over and over again in front of her peers, in front of adults, like that, that's tough. And so I just first want to start off by helping like, let's just reframe and realize that like, that's a tough thing for our for athletes, especially when they're The age that they are. I mean, at any age, that's difficult. But let's just put ourselves in their shoes for a second and just realize that what we're asking them to do and just get over a mistake and move on is something that if we were put in their shoes, we would have a hard time with too. Okay, so let's just first have that as something that I want you to keep in mind before we go into these strategies. And I'm going to give you some strategies that are important that our athletes are doing. We want to make sure that our athletes are equipped with these skills, and then I'll give you a couple strategies on how you can help from your perspective as well. So the first one is very tangible and very simple. Make sure that your athlete knows how to breathe properly. Now, this is something that we teach in the Elite Competitor Program, but our breath is so powerful. Your athlete's ability to use and utilize her breath is so incredibly powerful in her ability to stay focused in the present moment and to recover from her mistakes. Now, this is not just like an idea or a hypothesis. We know that this is proven through research that our breath, when we are shallow breathing, meaning we're breathing up here with our chest, that we are not activating our parasympathetic nervous system. I'm not going to go into like the whole details about this, but basically when we're breathing shallow with our chest, we are engaging in And if you listen to the podcast this week, and we're activating our fight or flight system, right? So our bodies think, our athletes' bodies think that they're in a dangerous situation. They don't know the difference between they're being attacked or chased by a bear, and they just made a mistake. And so they cannot physically focus when their breath is up here in their chest. And so teaching athletes how to breathe through their nose, fill their belly, and then take a nice, deep exhale, in response to any stressful situation but especially when they make a mistake is like a superpower it's up there with visualization which we're going to talk about in a second too and so your your athlete needs to know how to utilize that breath in response to the mistake okay and we say it in a variety of ways but i've described it as like a blowing on your on blowing on soup or blowing out hot cocoa but just that ability to breathe in through your nose and then out through your mouth will automatically help regulate your athlete's nervous system. And we did a whole training about this. So with our Dream Team athletes, our small group coaching program that we had, we had Julia, who was on the podcast. She came in to the Dream Team two weeks ago, and she did a whole workshop for them on breathing. And so, you know, it was about also in relation to meditation, and how to make sure that we're, you know, utilizing our breath correctly. And we did a whole like meditation and breathing challenge the week after. And so that's like how important it is that our athletes know how to utilize their breath. So athletes that are going through the elite Competitor Program, you are, you know, your athletes are are learning this, but just reminding them, taking a deep breath is like the simplest thing that they can do in response to a mistake. Okay, the second thing, the second strategy that athletes need to have in response to mistakes is some sort of recovery method. And in the Elite Competitor Program, we call this the mistake ritual. And the mistake ritual is a combination of that breath, because we know how important it is, a reset word, which they find through a process of reflecting on their best playing moments. And then on their exhale, they do some sort of gesture. And so, in the elite competitor program, athletes will learn in module five how to create their custom mistake ritual. But regardless of what it is, your athlete needs to have a recovery method after mistakes. And this needs to be something that is preloaded. Okay. It needs to be preloaded. That's what we say all the time. All these skills need to be preloaded. If we're expecting our athletes to go out and know how to re- respond to a mistake, if they have never practiced, a recovery method before, it's not going to work. And so just like they plan and, and train for what they want to have happen, right? They just, they, they practice all the skills, they practice scenarios, situations, and then they go out and do it. They also need to practice for when it doesn't go their way, because that happens too, most of the time right? It's not always going to go their way. They're going to make mistakes. So they also need to train their response to mistakes ahead of time. And that's why when athletes learn their mistake ritual, they actually, part of their challenge and their homework is to practice it like five times every single time they go and train, even if they didn't make a mistake, like they have to ingrain it in. So that's why these mental skills need to be front-loaded. And so athletes need to have some sort of recovery method. I don't, it doesn't necessarily matter what it is, but it's something that needs to be practiced ahead of time so that they can rely on it in those situations. And what we see is that the more that they practice it and the more that they use it in small situations. So something that's like, you know, they, they just mean like a minor, a minor error or something like that. And it, you know, kind of throws them off a little bit. They use their mistake ritual and they get back. Okay, the more that they use their mistake ritual, and it's fast, okay? It needs to take like 10 seconds because the game's going on, or you know, they've got to get back on the beam or whatever it is. Okay. The more that they use it, the more that they're building their capacity and their threshold to use it in the bigger situations. And we talk about how athletes need to build their capacity for feeling uncomfortable in those situations. They need to build their capacity for you know adversity, because what we find in the program is that what once made an athlete cry on the court or the field. Is now, you know, something they just get over really fast. But maybe something a lot bigger, like they missed a huge, a huge shot or something like that, like game winning, you know, that type of thing. Like that maybe will throw them into a little bit of a tailspin, but it it's not, they're still able to recover faster than if they had no, no skill or tool to be able to use in those situations. So they need to have a recovery method that they use consistently in practice and in training. Okay. So that was number two. First one was utilize the breath. So we talked about the importance of breathing, the importance of taking a nice deep inhale after a mistake, right? To kind of reset and refocus. It's the simplest thing athletes can do Two, We talked about having a recovery method. We call that the mistake ritual in the elite competitor program. The third thing that athletes can do to help come back from mistakes. And we use this a lot is just, is visualize the desired response. And just like a, Like I said, athletes that are training for what they want to have happen, they also need to train for what they're going to do when what they want to have happen doesn't happen. When they mess up, when they miss the shot, when they get down, all right? And so we actually have athletes, you know, a super simple thing that they can do is come up with one or two scenarios that typically happen that throw them off. What is it? You know, there's typically a few things or, you know, a couple of things that come to mind right away that that throw athletes off. And we have them literally train for those situations. So they write out, like, usually when this happens, usually when I, you know, have a turnover, I get really down on myself. I start saying negative things in my head and then I don't try as hard on defense. All right. That's usually what happens. They flip it. What do you want to have happen? Well, I want to be able to move on really fast. I want to forget that play and I want to hustle hard and make a play on defense. Okay. All right, let's write that out. And then here's the key is visualize it because everything is created twice in our worlds, once in our minds and then once in real life. And so the more that we can preload that image of their response to a mistake, the more successful they're going to be to actually execute that. And the more they're going to fall on that when they get in those situations. And a great example of this, I just, we got a text yesterday from a mom of an athlete who's in the Elite Competitor Program. In the first module, we did a visualization and this particular athlete, one of her scenarios was like the last part of, of the race. And maybe maybe the mom's listening right now, okay? The last part of, she's a swimmer, last part of the race, okay? And she wanted to, in that moment when she, you know, it's the last last part, like, you know, kind of neck and neck with, with her opponents, she wants to finish strong, that's what she visualized, okay? She actually was in that situation. Like, you know, this doesn't happen often, where right after, she was right in that situation. And the text to me was, she was so excited because she said, mom, it worked, it worked. The visualization worked. I was neck and neck, you know, it was the end. I visualized myself winning in that situation and I did it, okay? Now this is like, woo! You know, a lot of times it takes a lot of visualization. It takes, you know, it takes practice, it takes intentionality, but can you see, How powerful it is when athletes have a new image in their mind of how they're going to respond and what they're going to do. And the more that that image is front loaded, the more that that image is like downloaded into their subconscious, the more they're going to rely on that in those situations. Because our subconscious dictates everything that we do. And the way that we access that subconscious, one of the ways is through visualization, And so we want to be creating these images. Athletes need to be putting, downloading these images into their heads so that when they get in that situation, their brain and their body is like, I've been here before. I know what to do. Okay. Because our body doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. Our brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So whether we visualize it or do it, our brain doesn't know the difference. Okay. So that is strategy number three. That's again, more for one for athletes, but I think it's important for us as parents to know, you know, these are the skills that our athletes need. These are the skills that they need to be cultivating in order to come back quickly from mistakes. So they need to learn how to utilize their breath. They need to have a recovery method. All right. And they need to visualize their desired response in mistakes. Okay. Moving on to, I have two strategies that are more specific to parents. Okay. So for parents, this is just like a general thing. I want, I need you to normalize mistakes and not freak out about mistakes. I know that it's hard. And I know that there's sometimes different classifications of mistakes, like, when they make a mistake because they just weren't trying very hard there's always something deeper than that and that's a whole training for some another time or you know it's a mistake because they weren't focused or a mistake because they don't have enough like experience in that area or a mistake because they're taking a risk and they're going to make mistakes and so this is like a huge shift and this is what you can be doing even before she goes out and competes is just normalize mistakes and how you can do that is by the way that you talk about them and you know I using the phrase I notice is so powerful with our athletes. So even when you do notice her competing and you notice her making a mistake and saying something like, Hey, I noticed that you really got available. You hustled hard to get available for, for that attack. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you hit it out. That's right. You were hustling hard to get available for that. And so I want you to, to, to notice, or I noticed that after you made that mistake, you just like got right back on defense you just got right back up. And you were on to the next play, and so really highlight notice and then how you talk about mistakes and what they've learned, you know like if they're coming to you and like, ah, I just I made this mistake and'm uh, feeling not good about it, you know, directing it to like, oh yeah, you know that that sounds like it would be hard. What did you learn from that? you know, and your body language is also super important in this as well. hopefully this goes without saying but your body language after your daughter makes a mistake out there, especially if you're like in the stands, is like one of the most important things. Make sure that you are not turning your back on her. Make sure you're not like giving her any sort of like negative body language. Make sure that you're, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen a lot of like bad examples of this, but You know, hopefully the parents that we have that are here and committed are not doing that. So you need to be the face that your daughter needs to see. If she is looking at you, again, that's a whole nother training as well. You know, we want our daughters not looking to the stands, but if she does glance or you do, you know, she sees you there, you want to make sure that you're the face that she needs to see so that you're not turning your back on her. You're not like looking disappointed because that's just going to add pressure to her. And the more pressure she feels and the more expectations she feels that she doesn't know how to manage, the more mistakes she's actually going to make. And the more she's feeling she's disappointing you. And most athletes are afraid to make mistakes because they're fearful of what's going to happen after. They're afraid of letting their parents down. I hear this all the time from athletes. They're afraid of letting their parents down. They're afraid of letting their coaches down. And so we need to make sure that we are normalizing those things. And we're saying like, hey, I don't care how many mistakes you make. All I care about is that you're having fun and you're working your hardest. So we have trainings on that too. Like let your daughter know what your expectations are out there. And it's not that she's perfect. It's that she's working hard, having fun, being a good teammate, right? And that she's getting up and learning from her mistakes, okay? the more, The more that also you can like model your own mistakes in your life and how you owned your mistakes, how you said you're sorry, how you like learn from your mistakes. It's also just so important. And the last one, I know I probably sound like a broken record here, but so important focusing on process over outcome. And because here's the deal what I find really interesting is that athletes can do everything right sometimes and still get like a bad result. Athletes can like, okay, that all, you know, that all looked good. Oh, but you, you missed your shot. You know, you see that all the time. And like basketball would be an example. Looks good. Like you, your form looked good, missed it. And then athletes can also do everything wrong and get a really good result. Like, yeah, you were off balance. You like, you know, your arm was out here, but like somehow it still went in. That's why we don't want to focus on the result. We need to focus on the process, on what's going to get them the desired result more consistently. And that is, you know, doing those little things correctly the hustle, the, you know, the work ethic. Those things, the things that are in her control are the things that we really want to focus on, not the result. Because if we're just focusing on the result, we're focusing on the points, or we're focusing on like the accomplishments right? First of all, she is just going to only focus on those. And it doesn't matter. She's like, I don't care what I do to get me there. I just need to have a good result. And then that's also where the added pressure comes in. And so we want to make sure that we're, you know, when we give her feedback or we're talking to her, that we are focusing on effort. We're focusing on what's her control, her ability to be a good teammate, her ability to come back from mistakes, Right. We want to focus long term here because those things that are in her control are going to get her the best results long term. And so the more that we just focus on, like the points she scored or, you know, all of these other things, the more pressure she's going to feel. And the more she doesn't care what what the process looks like, the more she's just going to whatever it takes to to make the, the outcome and a lot of times that's like bad form. A lot of times it's, you know, not actually doing the things that's going to make her successful long-term. And it's also leading to tying her self-worth to achievement. Okay. And the, the most interesting thing about this is the more that we focus on the process, the more that we focus on what's in her control, the more we encourage, you know, her preparation, her response to mistakes, the better the outcomes can be and the, the better the outcomes are. And so, if my parents are listening, they're like, well, I'm super competitive. She's super competitive. I want to win. She wants to win. Good. If you want to win that bad, focus on the process. Focus on the process because that is what's going to get her the results long term. Right. So, that's where you can shift your focus as a parent is just, you know, what is in her control. So, that is what I have. For you today, to recap what we just talked about, how to help your daughter come back from mistakes, she needs to have some strategies. So first, she needs to know how to utilize her breath and take that nice deep inhale and exhale. She needs to have a recovery system and a recovery method for when she makes mistakes, and that needs to be preloaded and practiced. She needs to visualize the desired response to her mistakes. So just like she is practicing for what she wants to have happen, she also needs to practice for when those moments come where she makes mistakes. She needs to practice her response and visualize it. For you, you need to normalize mistakes. You gotta like talk about mistakes like they're just something that is actually needed because they are. So whenever you're talking about mistakes, failures in your own life, or when it relates to your daughter, saying things like, yes, you failed. Let's celebrate it. What did you learn? Awesome. I'm glad that happened because if it didn't happen, you wouldn't have learned that right? Focus on process over outcome always. And process is always what's in her control, her attitude, her effort, her ability to be a good teammate, her preparation, her behavior. Like those things are in her control rather than, Hey, make sure you scored, score 15 points like you did last time. Okay. We're not focusing on the outcomes. They can be big goals out there that are down the road, but if you really want good outcomes, you got to focus on the process. So that is what I have for you. Remember that your daughter's mental game is her biggest competitive advantage.